0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Young Musicians Guide Podcast. I am your host, Aaron Campbell, and today we have jack-of-all-trades. She's a freelance guitarist, vocalist, songwriter, uh, French horn player, uh, Safi Lin. Um, She and I have a conversation about kind of what you have to do as you're going through this musical life to stay true to yourself um and and do things that are artistically fulfilling um yet pick things that are gonna you know pay the rent and pay the bills and all that kind of stuff um and just being true to who you are um while you're creating your art, but also making some money so you can also live. Um, So it's a really enriching conversation and I hope you enjoy it. But before we get into all that, I just want to remind you, if you are enjoying this podcast and you want to see it grow and you want to help us get larger as a community, if you don't mind, please leave a review on either the apple store or you know leave a like or a comment on the youtube page or wherever you happen to be watching this at and also if you could please share this podcast with other people if you are getting value out of it i'm sure there's somebody else in your friend circle who is going to also get a lot of value out of it and of course if you have a couple spare uh, dollars and you want to help us more monetarily we have the Patreon. Um, I will link that down below. Um, But if you go on there and you want to help us a little monetarily to get the overhead taken care of, that would also be greatly appreciated. But outside of that, very short intro, remember that you can always find links to me and uh, whoever my guests are in the descriptions down below. Go find them, uh, check them out, get a hold of the uh, guests on social media as well as uh, reach out to me on social media. I'm looking forward to seeing and meeting a lot of you. A lot of you have already reached out and um, said great things and I, I want to meet more, so please feel free to come on over but yeah without any more ado here is freelance artist I guess we'll call it freelance artist Safi Lin So thank you again for, for coming on again. We're going to act like this is the first time. Um, The cool thing is, and thank you for being a little bit of a guinea pig. Um, You were the very, very, very first interview that I did. And now, now we're somewhere in the middle of it. Um, But I'm glad now because I feel like now I have a little bit more experience and more things to ask you and pick your brain about. Okay, great. So we're going to do an abbreviated version really quick because I have so many awesome questions for you specifically. Okay. Um, So really quick, just so the audience knows, um, because I'm not even going to make the failed attempt at introducing you and what you do (laughs) and all the crazy things. Um, So when somebody comes up to you, and this is the first question I really wanted to ask you. When somebody comes up to you, and they go, oh, what do you do? Because that's the only question we ask people in society. Mm-hmm. What do you say?
1: I say I am a singer-songwriter, performer, teaching artist, and musician. And then they say, oh, what kind of music do you play? And then I say, uh. <laughs> Because it's, it's so varied. I do so many different things. And usually what I tell them is that I – you know, I studied classical music. My, uh, the music I write is, you know, acoustic, indie, healing music, but also popular music. And then I also work in house music and electronic music. And then they say, I have no idea what you do. (laughs) I say, that's okay. I barely do either. And, um, but it's, you know, (laughs) it's, uh, it's a good life. I get to do a lot of different things, and, and it fills my time in, in my wallet. So that's very lucky.
0: <laughs> so what are the, in terms of the actual jobs that you do, outside of the, the different genres of music that you play, what are some of the things that you kind of get get involved into um, sure. that diversify um, your week and your business and all that?
1: Sure. So there are a few things that I do consistently, and one is private lessons, uh, vocal coaching. One is uh, doing residencies at school with an organization called Kid Pan Alley. We go in for a week-long residency and write songs with the classes, and then on Friday we do a concert of all the songs. Um, That's about once a month. And then I also uh, teach music one morning a week at a little uh, Montessori school here in town. And then the work that fluctuates will be, um, you know, just gigs, you know, playing at private parties or um, playing at a wine bar, festival. Um, Then there's, you know, the healing music work that I do where I go and, and sing at yoga centers or... Spiritual communities, uh, and then I'll just be hired to be a studio musician. I'll go into studio and sing or play guitar for people. Um, and then there's some things that I do for fun. Sometimes, you know, like you know, of course, my own songwriting, my own, uh, you know, enjoyment of practicing. Um, I do a lot of meditation and yoga and dancing. <laughs> And um, and then, you know, I have bands that I work with. I have a duo called Fish. I have um, an international group called the Greek Nubian Collective. Um, I, you know, play music with some friends, collaborate, in different things. So lots of stuff to keep me busy.
0: And you've <laughs> also got some recordings and stuff like that out that probably bring in some passive income as well, right?
1: I do. I have um, five uh, albums out, and I'm working on the sixth one, Um, and I have a a song that went number one in South Africa, so there's still some kind of interest in the house music stuff that I've done, and um, yeah. Mm -hmm. Sorry, dog. Oh, you have a dog, too?
0: (laughs) Yes. Oh, Oh, that's right. You said the dog, too. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Um...
0: No, she's actually been a guest on every single podcast. Just no one knows it. She's behind me, every single podcast.
1: She's like, "What about me? You not ask me any questions?"
0: <laughs> yeah, this is the first time. That, this is why I'm confused. This is the first time she's ever made any noise. So, oh, yeah, geez, six CDs. I'm real. I'm currently working on my first. Oh, great! And that process. So I can't imagine. I'm. I'm in. I haven't even begun my first one, and I couldn't imagine wanting to do it again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I thought that was-
1: the first
0: one too. <laughs> So, so you've got a pretty diverse, but you, you've got, you've got, you know, you've got some passive stuff. You've got the stuff that's kind of random and pops up mm-hmm. and sometimes those are good and bad. And then you've also had, you also have the, the more steady things um, like teaching in the school and teaching the lessons and um, yes. doing the residencies and all that kind of stuff. So having, cause you kind of have a, di- you know, a diversified portfolio of, of of income streams, which is really neat. And, um, and having, because you don't have, you know, a quote unquote day job, right, right now. Right. Right. Uh huh. And so a lot of freelancers, that's what they'll do. They'll get a job at like a guitar store or, you know, Best Buy or anything, you know, and, and I um, did that
1: in the beginning for sure. Yeah. uh, I mean, well, for most of my life, I've only been full time for about uh, six or seven years now.
0: And, so. and it's a way a lot of people do, and there's no no shame about it. but the I and you and I both, like I don't have a day job as well. i I do mm-hmm. I do so many things during the day and then I work when other people aren't. And what I have found is like having that what you have set up as well, the three sets of income of what what I call like the popcorn and it, the it's nice to have it and then mm-hmm. the the very steady which is my private lesson studio
1: mm-hmm.
0: and but then also having the the things that you worked really hard on that you don't work on anymore that slowly bring in some form of revenue and so yep. i mean you're i'm actively thinking about this cuz i'm at the very beginning of my career now you you've been mm-hmm. in the trenches for a while did you think about those things as your career generated or was it just kind of, they came up, they happened and here you are sitting happy now?
1: Oh, absolutely. Um, you know, I was kind of always a plan of mine to become a full-time musician. I know that I, I blocked myself a lot just from the the fear of it, but as I, I always had the will, you know, and the mind to do it. And as I was going along, I had jobs, you know, but I had jobs that would help me, right now. Because of course, I got a degree in music, you know, music performance, which is great. I learned a lot, but we didn't learn business, you know, so I got a job working at an accountant office, and I got a job as a manager, you know, and I got a job, you know, doing things that that I knew would help me run my own business, because it is also a business, you have to understand that, you know, you have to keep track of things, you have to keep your receipts and get an accountant and all these things. And just to, you know, have, have the knowledge of that, you can get that through your life, you know, and get paid to learn. So that's kind of was one of my strategies. And then when I decided I wanted to, you know, take that plunge, I went part-time instead of full-time. So still had a little bit of part-time income, you know, a little bit of fallback while I was building up my studio. And, and, uh, cause I realized I would still need, you know you need money. So you need some kind of weekly income. And then I went full time and I was really just trying to do my uh, you know, solo music career kind of thing. Um, and it was it was very difficult. It's 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 uh, you know, you gotta kinda be a certain, you know, pop sheeny thing or have something, you know, just I don't I don't really know the formula I still clearly. <laughs> and that's okay. And then some people do and that's their path and that's great. But I realized like this wasn't my path. Like to be a performer only was not the path. I I, I want to, like, for me, you know, I want to be a, a songwriter, then performer, then teacher, you know. And, and then those things will kind of, you know, go up and down in the one, two, and three spot. But in my heart, that's, like, really where I want to um, be, you know. And so I, I knew to do that, I needed to, like you said, I like that, diversify my portfolio. So I actually... Sat down and wrote down everything I could do. I play French horn. I play drums. I play all these percussion instruments. I do this. I do that. And then I just started looking for opportunities for those things. You know, I mean, I've played percussion in bands. I've sung up in in backup bands. You know, I've gone on tour playing guitar for a, a rap group. You know, I just I just started being like, you know, I just want to be a musician. So I'm going to do whatever I can do to make that happen. And along the way, I will continue working on my own personal, you know, heart goals of wanting to write songs and perform them for people and share them. And, and uh, so, yeah, it's it's like any career, I think you, you grow and you grow into it as you go. But having some starting point, having some awareness of it, you know, uh, is a good thing. Because well, you know, I was a classical musician, and then I my mid twenties, I realized like, oh, I don't want to be a French horn player in the back of an orchestra forever. What am I going to do now? And, um, just kind of was floundering for a little while. I was, I was a waitress and the guys in the kitchen were like, Hey, you should join our rock band. And I was like, yeah, that sounds fun. So I just joined a rock band having no idea like what I was doing, you know, just, and that's okay. Sometimes you have to have no idea to find the ideas, you know? So wherever you are in life, you know, that's just, where you are but I think if you're really serious about making music a career you've got to have some kind of strategy and also know that the strategy is your own you know there's no it's not like accounting where you go to school and you learn the rules and then you you apply them and and make your business it's music is not that way you're not you know everybody does it a little differently it's great that you're doing this podcast because you'll be able to hear everybody's different you know approach to it but the this the you know I'm sure there's going to be something that comes out that all of us do or have done that you're finding like I love that you say there's like these three things to kind of focus on because it's that's really true you got to have your you know your bread and butter and then like you know you say the popcorn (laughs) and maybe like the cola like you don't drink cola all the time eh? like that's a fair thing or whatever you know like it's that's a really well, good way of, of putting it. <laughs> and it.
0: It's really interesting too that you sat down and strategized because I just, when it, when, when it came to me kind of starting out my freelance and all that, when it came to starting out that career, it was, okay, what's the thing that I do that I know I can do well, that I have the most experience in that can make me the most money out of everything I do? Uh, which was teaching private lessons. I've had been, i already been doing that for about a decade now.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And so it was, okay, let's set up a private lesson studio to create solid, steady, every week income. Mm-hmm. And then it was, and then getting your name out and then, oh, okay, you can play with this group and we can do this group and let's put together this quartet or things like that. And then all of a sudden the small gigs that happened from time to time became a thing. And then like, and you know, like this, no, this podcast doesn't make me money, but it leads to opportunities that could possibly make me money as well Mm -hmm. as the YouTube page and things like that. So it's interesting that you sat down and went, what are all the things I can do? And figured it out from there where I went, okay, what's the one thing I can do really well? And then started to do, okay, what are all the other things that I can do that can help bump that up as well? Did you say, I mean, you almost created some sort of a, kind of a business model so when you when you wrote down your list and you were like okay I can do all of these things what was then you've got to go okay so I can do these things let me find people who need these services and are going are willing Mm -hmm. to to be a patron of mine how how did that search start
1: that's right um that was just kind of you know, when you write it all down, it, it, you know, it's for me, it was a little overwhelming. Like, wow, <laughs> I didn't realize I do all these things. And then, wow, look at all the work I have to do, you know, to to uh, utilize all these talents. Um, so it is kind of just a process. I complain you know, you about <laughs> it.
0: I'm so talented. <laughs> oh, woe is me. I can do so many things.
1: Well, like you said, though, you have to find people to do it. And I, and I was feeling the pressure, like, ah, I have to do all these things. But I just, you know, you just start, This just, just kind of just, you know, surrender and just one step at a time. You know, I think on that list, I even, like, wrote names next to it. Like, I play horn. Okay, let me contact this woman I know who has an orchestra. Uh, I, I, you know, um, uh, can sing and can be hired as a studio. Okay, I know these three guys who own studios. Let me let them know that I'm available for hire. You know, and just... Kind of work through the list, and I think um, the other thing in this kind of career is longevity and, and patience. You know, because it takes a long time to you know let people know that not only one are you available, but number two you're reliable, number three you can do the job. You know, it, that's uh, it takes uh, it takes years, and I'm finally at a place you know after um, seven years that people are like, oh yeah, Safi got it, you know, but I'm still, you know, uh, working to feel comfortable, you know, like, okay, I, I'm, I'm in this. I still feel like I have, I and mean, this is the other thing. I think you always have to prove yourself in this career. It's not like someone's like, Oh, that person. Yes. You know, until you're older, you know, I mean, really in the classical world, you didn't get any respect until you, you know, maybe hit 60, you know, <laughs>
0: like, so, it's it's, so uh, that's 100% true. <laughs> we just had, we just had our Florida Music Educators uh, conference. Oh right, yeah. Here in Tampa and it's awesome. It's great and anybody who lives in Florida I highly suggest doing it. It's worth the money you're gonna spend. Even if you're not actually like a band director, but you're a musician in Florida. I've got uh-huh. I had a, I had a stack like an inch thick of business cards of people to follow yeah. up with. Um, sure. of of just so many things. But it was funny, you know, I brought my horn and I you know, I would go to a mouthpiece booth and mm-hmm. I say, hey, can I play it? The reps wouldn't pay too much attention to me. And I'm not young. I'm not a kid, but I'm also mm-hmm. not what you're talking about, the super old, established, you know, player. And right. so I just always just instantly get their attention. I just I just rip something Big, big, <laughs> and lots of buttons and all that kind of stuff, and they almost instantly turn around and go, "Oh, this person's serious." But it's so funny, like they go, "Oh, this guy is in his twenties. He he's a euphonium player. He's not going to pay anything. He doesn't have any money, um right?" Which, <laughs> 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 and so, and it, it's it's all it's very interesting in that, and also having that patience and developing your career as well. We're in a world of one of the cool things that music does teach us is patience. It's one of the few things that yes, we can do. Practice. Mm -hmm. that you're gonna get better at over time and it's not you know where I live in a world where it is you know my like all of your students and mine too like we come they come home they go to do their homework while watching tv with music going while talking to their friends on Facebook Messenger, while you know, like six things going on at a time, and we're being told, like, mm. yeah, no, you need to multitask. You need to be constantly doing everything at one time, mm. and so, and also, everything is instant. Like if I, I don't know the answer to something, yeah, I, have a, de- I, have, a de- <laughs> I have a device in my pocket that will tell me right away. There's no going to the I- library and researching anymore. There's none of that. Uh, yes, yeah. and so a lot of people like you know if your big goal is i want to make horn uh horn transcriptions of major symphonies but as a horn choir and i want to put those videos on youtube and then you're shocked as to why you don't have 4000 subscribers over 2 weeks like that's not how these things work like you said you had, yeah. like you're working on your 6 cd you have number 5 right right now you have 5 in the bag okay. Like, I could probably right. go on and purchase them now. I bet you mm-hmm. the sales from your first CD do not match the sales from the second and the third. Like, each one probably oh, sales sure. a little bit better each time.
1: Absolutely, yeah. And I remember, you know, being younger and looking at, you know, someone in my position now and just being like, why can't I do that? I, You know, and it's it's not only, you know, an impatience, but it can also be, you know, really hard on your ego on your, on your self esteem. You're like, why, why can't I do that? Um, but, you know, just, just, I think if it's, um, something you're really passionate about and you really love and enjoy, you know, you, you just have to remember that everything takes time and music, you know, one of the beautiful things also about music is you, you know, you're never, you know you're never satisfied you never are there you know you there you have those moments where you know you you play or you sing and you're like oh I am so in the groove right now I sound great you know but then the next day you practice you're like ah, that break is back or whatever you know like that's a that's a great thing about music you're always learning always growing so if you can remember that that's the business you got into that you're always learning always growing and where you are right now is just fine because you're gonna always learn and all grow. And when you come to where I am now, you know, you haven't arrived. I haven't arrived. I hope not. I hope I keep learning and growing. You know, so so it's it's just a it's a mindset um, that that's what I think is really the key, you know, to success is the mindset. And it's not ego. It's not you know uh, anything except just true love and passion. For what you do and what you give to the world, because I, I really do believe music is a gift that we're given so that we can share it with the world. So, you know, and it's it's just, I, I'm not always sure why it has to be so difficult, but... <laughs> you know, maybe that's part of it to make sure you're really, you know, uh, you know, didn't, I don't, I'm, didn't grow up with any religion, but isn't that like a religious kind of theme? Like people are tested to make sure that their heart is really pure or something. I don't know. (laughs) And it's,
0: and you're, you're 100% right with the, with the, here's, here's the thing. I mean, this is the young musician's guide podcast, even though I, I am learning that a lot of actually established people are listening, um, but if you are, you know, what you would consider you, your youth is, is a gift in itself. You might not be the established person with a gazillion contacts that you've known for 20 years. And you've, you know, you, you might not be that, that person, but in your, <clears throat> in your youth, you have, the one thing you do have is energy um, mm-hmm. and, and also patience Um, a lot of, as, As you get older, the 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 enthusiasm to live off of peanut butter and crackers goes away (laughs) Um, to stay up, stay up until two o'clock and wake up at six in the morning that, you know, that you your body physically can't handle anymore. You're lower on responsibility, all that kind of stuff. But also, if you if you're finding that you like you were saying, you have to be tested. If you're finding that the your the ridicule and all that kind of stuff is is weighing itself on you. I mean, you're not, you're not in the right place.
1: Yeah. The rejection is, is, immense. I mean, for every one thing you see that I do, there's 20 things behind it where people have ignored me or said, no, thank you. Or yeah, it is, it's a tough, um, it is a tough road and you have to have really this, um, this knowledge that you're doing the right thing, you know, and that's not a, it's not an ego. You know, I think that's another thing musicians often, you know, come to the table with this huge ego, like, but that's really just such a sheen for insecurity, you know, and that's going to, it's going to blow out really quickly because you can't sustain that, you know, and people are going to see through it, you know? So it's really, it, it's really about just, just really being so uh, authentic and, and really just wanting it. And when you, when you do that, you know, You'll meet the right people. I mean, the people just come to you. The opportunities just come to you. You meet amazing uh, musicians, amazing mentors, amazing students. it It just starts happening. And then, you know, one day you wake up, you're like, oh, i can I can buy cheese and not just peanut butter, you know? <laughs> So it is it's a, it's a it's a snowball kind of effect you know on Avalanche. It gets bigger as you go. So just remember that. you know, you start, with nothing. And then you always can look back so fondly. You know, I mean, it's funny because when I um decided to become a full-time musician, it also coincided with me leaving my husband. I mean, I just completely decided that, you know, I was in the wrong life and path. And uh, you know, we had a, a small daughter and it was difficult. And I I just left, you know, and I had nothing. I was sleeping on the floor for a year it was like, you know, nothing you know and I wasn't a kid I was uh, 38 or something you know so it was I was a little bit of a late bloomer and I was like what am I doing I'm nuts but I just followed my heart and my passion and I didn't care that I slept on the floor even though I of course I did I was very sad it was a, a rough time but now I look back and that's what I say I'm like I didn't care I slept on the floor I was determined because it's it, it becomes you know a strength you know you're like yeah I was able to do that you know, and now I'm here, you know, like it's, it's, it is, um, it's, it's, uh, it's a, it's just a, a life. It's a, it's a choice. And the other thing though, is just to remember, it's like, it doesn't, you don't have to be a starving artist. You might start that way, but it's not something you have to hold on to. I mean, it's also, you know, the, the, the culture that we live in is very materialistic and, you know, I got a lot of comments like, what are you doing? You need to be responsible. You have a child, you're breaking up your family for your, pipe dreams, you know, and it was, you get, I mean, I'm sure you hear it a lot. Like, what are you doing? You should have a job with, you know, benefits and insurance and blah, blah, blah. You know, you have to just trust the gift again that you're given. It's really a, a, a higher, a higher purpose, a higher calling, not that, you know, anything else isn't, but it really does come outside of, of what mainstream normal thought patterns are. And I think though that this is a good time, you know, for people to, to um, see people like us doing this because, you know, a lot of people they're happy in where they are and having a job, but maybe something in their mind they always wanted to paint or they always wanted to sing, but they never thought it was something viable. So they look at us and they're like, wow, they're making a life doing, you know, what I wish I could just do on Saturday night, I guess I can do that on Saturday night, you know, so where is this, it's all good. You know, it's, it's, it's tough, but it's, but it's good. And it's good to remember that and find these podcasts and find the books to read and, you know, um, hear the, so many great, I love YouTube. I can't even believe that was invented. That's the coolest thing ever. You know, so many great meditations and lectures to hear and, and just, you know, Ted, just Ted to keep night, yourself so. going. TED to- I mean, come on. Right. So, there's just so much great things um now that can help you and help inspire you, you know. So well, the so a- back of my day, we didn't have any <laughs>
0: Well and that's a and there's there's a lot of there's a big gap in, in generational thinking like uh, like I true. sit back I sit back and giggle when I when I see, you know, not to like my grandparents who are like making fun of millennials with their Instagrams and like, why do you post a photo on there every day? What's that matter? It's like, well, actually I'm an influencer and I get paid by a brand to just take a picture and hashtag their brand name. Yeah. Like that, like that is a business. You find it as this silly little thing. And, but I mean, for the longest time with the invention of suburban culture, and the baby boomers and all of that. It was get a do- job with a W two, get a house and a cul-de-sac, have three kids, a dog, live in a live in a place for forty years, work in a place for forty years, do the same nine to five grind with a briefcase, and then die. Like that's that's that was yeah. life. That was and life. And though, long that
1: time. life that life works for some people, you know, some people like that stability, but not everybody. And that's the thing we're learning now is like, you know, okay, the ones that don't fit into that, what are we going to do? And, you know, this transition where we're getting mocked and, you know, ridiculed and, and, you know, getting a lot of anger, but it's, it's, you know, coming out of it. I think the internet, you know, yeah, the, the opening of the world and the knowledge, it's really, showing us there's so many different types of people and if we allow everybody to be who they are it all fits together nicely so um yeah yeah but it is it is uh it's something to be aware of because um what you're talking about is kind of the american dream quote unquote and um it's it's, it is but not for everyone and it's okay that it's not for everyone and that's what we need to know
0: (laughs) Yeah, and just and um Ramit, Sa- uh, what is what is his last name? I don't want to mess it up, but uh, and I'm going to find it while I'm talking about it. But he he's quoted in his book. He's a free he's a um, finances guy. Um, he has the book I will make you rich, which I'll link in the description. And he talks about, um, he talks about investing in things that matter to you. And he's talking about material things, money. Um, Like here, I live in South Tampa. It's a very posh area. And everybody here is driving a BMW or an Audi or a Mercedes or something like that. And I'm driving a Toyota and, mm-hmm. and it does its gig and it gets me around. I don't care about cars, mm-hmm. you know, and do that with your life too. In a lot of ways, like invest, in you and invest in what you care about. And cause there are so many people who get brainwashed at, at, you know, 15, 16, that if you're not getting straight A's and becoming a doctor, then you're a failure at life and success. Yeah. Success is this monetary. It's, you know, success in high school is a 4.0 and success in college is a 4.0 and a bachelor's degree and graduating cum laude. And then success in life is a six figure income bank account. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's not saying that you can't have these things as a musician or as an entertainer or any of that kind of stuff, and you can't be smart with your money and all that. But like, like the the life that you and I just spoke about scares me way more than ever than the prospect of ever having to sleep on a floor again.
1: Like,
0: yes. <laughs> the, the like, because. Cause at some point you wake up and you go, am I in fact living at all? Am I making work that matters? Am I contributing to the world in a way that is tangible? Mm-hmm. And it seems like you had that his, by the way, his name is a uh, Ramit Sethi. I'm totally probably butchering that, but, um, read his book. If you're interested in becoming a, if you read his book in general, if you're 20 something, especially, um, and don't know anything about finances, do read his book. um, mm-hmm. That's how I learned about Roth IRAs and mm-hmm, online mm-hmm. accounts. Well, yeah, they don't cause, teach
1: cause, stuff in school. Like, why not? I don't understand. There should totally be a life like class. Well, you know? because for the longest <laughs> I,
0: time, with those W two jobs, you had your four hundred one k set up for you, your benefits set up for you, so you did You just mindlessly invested. Didn't you didn't it. have to worry about it yourself. And that's what scares a lot of people. Is there uh, as being a freelancer? I mean, how did you learn all of the? I mean you've got to file taxes four times in a year and that scares people to do it once. Yeah. You know, well,
1: you know, I, like I said, I, I, I got a job as an, uh, working for an accountant. I was a secretary for an accountant uh, and just, uh, so I mean, I just got real, yeah, real life experience. Cause I knew I was like, I don't know anything about money. I have no idea. So I need to find a job. And the coolest thing was I went into this interview and I have no experience, you know, but the accountant used to be a trumpet player And he used to be a jazz trumpet player, you know, back in the 40s, you know, in Baltimore. And then he realized that, you know, that wasn't his calling. And he decided to be an accountant. And then he had all the musicians as his clients. So I walked into his office and he had a picture of a trumpet on the wall, like, you know, one of those artsy trumpet pictures. And I said, oh, are you a trumpet player? He said, yeah. I said, wow, I, I went to school for French horn. That's amazing. He said, your hired musicians are always good workers. (laughs) And I was like, well, I have no experience. He's like, it doesn't matter. I know you'll do well. And I mean, so that's what I'm saying. It's like, if you, if you, you know, realize, oh, I need to do this, you will be so surprised, like where life takes you. I couldn't believe that it was that easy to get a job at an accountant office with no experience, you know, but it was just something I needed and I knew it and life was like, oh, here's a trumpet player
0: accountant. I was like, awesome. So, (laughs) so if there's, if you had to say, and I'm I'm hoping you give the answer that I want you to give. Um, <laughs> <laughs> because I, f- I feel like this is the answer you're going to give. If you had to say, what is one thing that is like, this is the reason they keep hiring me. And there's like the one thing that you know, above all else, this is why I keep getting paid by people. Or they keep getting give, giving me call, no matter what it is you're doing. Because, I mean, you do a diverse amount of things. But... Mm-hmm. What what would be that one thing?
1: One thing. Um, I think it's a combination of a lot of things. You know, um, I think the main thing is to be uh, professional and uh, responsive. You know, people, they don't want to, you know, email you, And then you take five days to get back. You know, they they really, they want professionalism. You're a business. You know, if you want work, you need to be working. Um, And uh, punctuality is huge. I mean, you know, you always have to be early and on time. And I know it's hard for musicians, but it's, uh, people want to be able to rely on you. Um, And, you know, practice. I mean, really bringing the talent, you know, not just, I don't phone anything in you know even if it's like you know a really like I just did this gig um in the fall I was you know singing for this guy he was doing some demos and you know it was it was was nice music but it was very simple melody very easy and my first thought was oh I got this you know after a couple listens and I was like no man you gotta you know you gotta get in there and and learn really learn this music and I did and then I even learned harmonies and I went into the studio and just you know, I was prepared. He had two-hour slot book. I was like, I don't need two hours. He's like, well, just in case. I was done with the the recording and the harmonies in like 45 minutes. And he was blown away. He was like, oh, my gosh, I can't believe this is so amazing. Thank you so much. You know, and he didn't say, well, you know, you were only here for an hour. I'm going to dock your pay. You know, I mean, he was so grateful. And, like, so just always deliver above what what even you think you should deliver, you know. So, those are maybe my three top important things <laughs> well, yeah, and like,
0: where I, I, where I kind of hoped you were going to go is just being, and these are all aspects of what you just said is all aspects of this one big thing is just being a good person and just being like, like
1: be nice. <laughs>
0: and being like, be, be the, the kind of person as you work that you would want to hire. Oh, clearly, yeah. You know what I'm
1: hoping. Everything I'm saying is something that, that you would
0: want entire, in your life. Yeah. That's entirely it. Is you know, man, punctuality, especially with like like the two two of the things that you just talked about is you you were prepared and you were on time for a thing that literally costs money per hour for the person who contracted you to come in.
1: So you're he right. was
0: he was ecstatic. First off, you if you don't show up on time, you're costing them money by the minute if you're not there on time. And then secondly, you're costing them money by the minute. If they keep having to up, you, you, you miss that you're, you know, you're flat on this or whatever, Mm -hmm. you're costing them money. You're actually adding your, you're actually making your becoming more marketable to them because you're actually adding value. And even though they're paying you, they don't have to pay the guy who owns the studio any extra time. So you were done. How fast did you say you were done?
1: 45
0: minutes yeah, yeah so, he,
1: he had slots, so he had two hours so an, you know. he had an
0: extra hour to do something else that's right know, yeah that, that would go on there and so all of a sudden you know his mind's blowing he doesn't know what to do with himself he just he's so mm-hmm. excited and all of a sudden you've made his contact list on a regular basis anybody calls him he goes i know and this the studio that was
1: a new studio for me to go in And the studio was like, wow, can we call you if we need a singer? I'm like, yes. So that was good for me too, you know, because I not only, you know, did a good job for him, the studio saw, oh, she's professional. Great, you know.
0: And I like that you were talking about just the communication lines of things. Um, Following up is something that musicians need to do and are horrible about. Yes. (laughs) Um, I can't, and just one of the things that I've gotten into the habit of here recently is every I get hired to play like I play with the Florida wind band on a regular basis I'm not I am not I'm on the sub list right now Uh but I've played probably the last six concerts with them and the director is my college band director I know him very well the section leader Uh I went to college with and he's a good friend of mine Mm-hmm. and like he he saw me cross my fraternity like we're very good friends and every single time they ask me to come in and play that concert the Monday the concerts are on Sunday the Monday after I email both of them and say hey thanks for having me I really appreciate yes. it yes
1: that's so important too isn't it like that follow-up like thank you so much it's
0: but great I also, to work
1: with you yeah
0: I watch you you know through the social medias and all that kind of stuff and you respond to comments frequently and and you're present on all the things you're doing um so what kind of value does that add to the people who are on there because even though they're not you know your your facebook page for your artist is not necessarily you're not making money off of people who comment on there so why be so diligent about it
1: that's that's uh and i think this is something i struggled with in the beginning too because another thing about us usually is we're very shy (laughs) very introverted And that's why we like being musicians, because I think we can get on stage and we can play music for you and we can connect with you in a way where we don't have to talk to you. (laughs) It's really true. So, um, uh, But, you know, as I've grown in in this, I realize, you know, people, that is what music does, it's connection. You know, they want, we all want connection. We all want to be seen, we want to be heard, we want to be validated. And when you're giving someone music and they connect with it, they want to connect back. They want to tell you, thank you. I like your music. Thank you for what you do, you know? And if you don't validate their gratitude, their connection, they lose it. They lose that connection, you know? And, uh, so it doesn't matter how painful it is. <laughs> you've got to, you know, um, you've got to, uh, you know, say something back, you know, even if it's, thank you. I'm glad you enjoyed it, you know? Cuz I mean imagine, you know, your favorite band or whatever and <laughs> maybe five.
0: <laughs> and <that's, laughs> from and the how many of those are Oh yeah, we actually have a thing that you can do.
1: Yeah, maybe one or two. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying, like every one thing that I get there's like, you know, 20 things behind it that that didn't happen. So it's it's it is it it, it it's scary and then you put yourself out there and you know, it it's a again, it's a balance between getting a real thick skin, you know, and then just being, you know, allowing, just being humble and just being like, well, whatever happens, it's supposed to happen, you know, just what? that that like uh, surrender, you know, just release the resistance of, ah, you know, but it's always going to be there. It's just you have to manage it, you know, and not allow it to control you which is the the trick. (laughs)
0: And you have to put yourself in the the seat of the, we'll call them contractors or the people you're trying to drum up work from. I mean, like they're getting, they're probably getting other emails from other musicians. They might already have a horn person or a singer, or like like they might have the things that you already do. They don't really have a a need for your services right there. Um, My stuff has gone into the spam folder before. I mean, they, they probably, because they're head of something, they're probably getting a gazillion emails. You might just get put in there, um, mm-hmm. you might've worded something that just, they didn't like it very rarely does well, it have to say anything even, about you. About
1: you. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And sometimes they'll even say that, you know, when you're making the application or whatever, like we get a lot of applications, you know, you probably won't hear from us, you know, you know, like sometimes they will even put that out there, which is always nice. Cause you're like, okay. It's and not anytime, <laughs> anytime. And this
0: is, if you, if any of you listeners go on and become contractors, just take the twenty seconds, put it into a, like a word document that you just have open whenever you're doing that work, and just say thank you for your information. We'll put it on file. We have no need for your work as of now. Just something like that.
1: It would be nice. But again, just, that's, yeah, that's, 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 that takes time, and sometimes they they
0: don't have it. You know. Oh, just copy and paste it, guys. Come on, please. <laughs> <laughs> you have the time. You have the time. If you have the time to watch a cat video. <laughs> which we all do it so do you have i mean you were talking about reading books and, and taking in all this kind of stuff and, and enjoying youtube are there is there anything specific that that is tangible that i can get my listeners to get their hands on that you would suggest for them any books or anything
1: hmm, good question you know it's not off the top of my head i remember you were talking about some book that had Um, an email like a a, an email uh, example of a cold call email. Who was that book you were talking about? Oh yeah,
0: that's um that's Seth Haynes um, break into the scene. That's his book. Um, I'm also right Mm -hmm. now I'm beta testing. He's doing an online course. Oh cool! And I'm beta testing that forum, and it's it's all about freelancing, and it's. Essentially, how to do it, and I'm only I'm only on the first module. I'm kind of in the heat of stuff, so I've got it. But it's eight modules with three sessions each. You can do it mm. at your own amount of time. I think he's planning to do the class for like two fifty. But the information you get in there could really, if you listen to him, I mean, it could get you thousands of dollars and yeah. gigs and stuff. And, and you're the also. Thing was-
1: there's so much information out there and a lot of these people will give out free stuff, you know, kind of like teasers, but you get a lot of information just from the free stuff. And then if you feel like, Oh, I really want to go further. Cool. And, and also to me, I always felt like things that came in front of my face were the things I needed to learn. I think everybody's different in what they need, you know? So, you know, if you need help on, you know, business, you know, you're going to, go to the library and this business book's going to jump out at you or, or you're going to ask your friend, Hey, are you're, you going to post on Facebook? Anybody have a recommendation for a book? You know? So it's really, um, I, I think it's, it's, you know, on an individual basis, what you need, it will come to you because there's so much information right now it can get overwhelming. Um, so that's kind of how I feel like I've always learned, like whatever I'm needing in that moment, something comes up, um, and, and teaches me. And I've had the, the, I have to say probably the things I've learned the most are from uh, live things like private lessons, one-on-one sessions, or even going to a class, you know, or going to a lecture. Um, When it's live, like when you're in that moment of, you know, of um, really experiencing it, um, that seems to be really the most powerful way to learn for me again different. Some people are more visual, some people, you know, are more tactile, maybe it's better to, you know, just get in there and pick it up, you know. So um, I think knowing yourself is really, you know, that's, that's, that's the best thing I could advise is know yourself, you know, what do you need right now? If it's you don't know what you need, go find a book on how do I know what I need? (laughs) Seriously, like, you have to figure out who you are, what you want to do, and what where you are right now in life and, and then it'll come to you.
0: Great. And so <laughs> where can where can we find you and get a hold of all the crazy awesome things that you're up to right now?
1: <laughs> you can find me online. It's Safi.com, which is S-A-H F-F-I dot com. And on all the social media, Safi, yeah, just Safi Lynn L Y N N E is my last name. But if you just type Safi, I come up.
0: Awesome. Any any advice any other advice for young musicians looking to find their way in the music world?
1: The other only other thing I'm thinking of is just to um, give yourself space and time. I know for myself when I was younger, uh, you know, I was impatient. I was impatient in, you know, life, I was impatient in love, and I was, you know, rushing and and, you know, doing things where if I look back now, I know that wasn't the right thing to do. I know that, you know, like I knew it somewhere inside of me, but I was just so like, I do this now, you know, and of course, um, you know, as you get older, you have the experience, you know, of looking back. I think that my grandfather used to always tell me, youth is wasted on the young. And now I'm like, oh, I see why he says that. <laughs> but I mean, there's a beautiful thing about being young. You know, you just you get to have all that. However, you want to make sure that what you're doing is really what you want, because, you know, you think right now, like, yes, that's the man for me or the woman for me. And we're doing this. and And then you realize, oh, she doesn't allow me to do my work or oh, it's, it's, it's distracting me from what I need to do. That's not the right relationship, you know, no matter what. Uh, or if you get the gig and you're like, oh, I finally got the gig, you know, I'm so happy. Like that was me with the French horn my whole life, you know, since I was in fifth grade. I was studying to be a horn player and I went to Peabody and I studied with the guy at Juilliard. I was a like, horn player. And once I got there, I was like, I don't want this. <laughs> Why am I doing this, you know? And, um, luckily I was brave enough and crazy enough to totally shift gears and find what else I want to do. And that's the thing too, is like, forgive yourself. You did that for a reason, you know, whenever you figure it out, then, okay, go, go that way. You know, you just, um, but it would have been a little bit easier on me if I had, you know, started there, but that's okay. You know, I, I'm not regretful cause I learned, <laughs> but that would be my advice. Like if, you know, just follow your heart, man, your heart will tell you. Your mind, you know, it's good for asking questions, for learning, but follow your heart to know, you know, to know the answers. So,
0: well, awesome. <laughs> hey, thank you so much for, for coming on and doing time. Remember, young musicians, stay happy, but never satisfied.